Welcome. To Arcade Audio. Hello, ladies and germs. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Dilton Paul. I'm Johnny. I'm Spencer. Here on Dilton Paul, we go on Wikipedia. We click random article. And we talk about it. Yeah, we do. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I forgot to mention this last time we recorded. Mm. Recently, I saw a concert. You did see a concert. And it was a concert performed by the late, great... <laughs> Don't say that. <laughs> Sir Paul McCartney. You never know what will happen in between this and when it gets released. Oh, fuck. Could you imagine? If you made Sir Paul McCartney die? It was it was the most incredible thing I've ever seen. That's it. I don't even know what to say. Greater than the birth of your child. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was unreal. I couldn't even imagine. Like, I believe you. I believe I would say the same thing if I had seen it, but I just can't. And, you know, Jessica is not super into the Beatles or Wings. And I mean, she's like, oh, yeah, they're good, they're good whatever. Mm-hmm. But she's not into them, you know? Sure. And after the concert, even she was like, holy shit. Oh, for real? Yeah. Because she could just feel the energy, man. Like, it was wild. And the, it had to have been a stadium of, like, maniacs, right? Just like, I can't believe we're doing this. Yeah. Yeah. You know? As soon as he walked out, before he even for, well, first of all, no opener because uh, I would fuck you open for Paul McCartney. Second of all, motherfucker played for three straight hours. <laughs> That's insane. It was unreal. And like, how often do you think he performs like that? Like, like every other every night? night? Like every yeah. night? Every night? As soon as he walks out, before he even I can't even watch three hours of Netflix, dude. Before I'm like, this sucks. I can't do this anymore. Yeah. Imagine doing three hours of this. <laughs> no. That's why it's a 22-minute damn podcast is because, like, yeah, we can't do it. <laughs> he walks out, doesn't even play. I th- he op- I, Let me pull up the set list. But I believe they o- he opened with A Hard Day's Night. God, that's perfect. Just like that one chord. <sighs> um, Yeah, hold on. Man, I bet he could just, like, wail on that one chord. Let it just reverb through the stadium for, like, five fucking minutes while everyone loses their mind. You know? Everyone just dies. <laughs> um. Yeah, hard day's night. So before he even does that, I just start crying. It was I, like I don't even blame you. It was like when we saw Star Wars uh, Episode Seven. Oh in yeah, theaters. I, I cried as soon as the the, the, the time crawl. Ago, like yeah, yeah. Oh, right there with you, dude. Like I'm tearing up just thinking about it. God. Um, so so then he he plays lots of lots of Beatles stuff, lots of Wing stuff, Very lots good. of Beatles stuff. <laughs> so the whole the whole concert, I'm just alternating between just mouth agape, totally like, right. how is this even happening right, right now? Right. And then and then just crying. <laughs> and then he he ends the show with, um, um, uh, Hey Jude, mm. and everyone was singing along. Of and, course, and it was yeah. great. Lighters everywhere. And then the encore, he comes out. Um, I don't remember what the encore started with, but I know the last. The last did I tell you about this at all? Yeah, did you said for the encore he just did the entire blue album from Weezer, right? <laughs> yeah, it's <was> crazy. <laughs> My name is Jonas. <laughs> <laughs> um he he 
the 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 end of the encore he did he started with golden slumbers and as soon as he played that i was like oh shit i know where this is going <laughs> and he just played the rest of abbey road and ended with the end man and i like i don't know i cried a lot like during that whole time <laughs> yeah. and i i I think Jessica felt like kind of weird because yeah. I was crying like so much and she just didn't know like, what openly to do. Sobbing, like, but I was like, like blowing her nose on the bottom of her t-shirt. I, I couldn't even, <laughs> I, I took a video of it too. I'll, okay. Cool. Oh my God. It was, how often do you think Paul McCartney ends with that exact encore? And every time before he gets back on stage, he goes, just listen for all the bonus. <laughs> like <laughs> you must really get a kick out of it. Right. Like, I mean, apparently his set is pretty much the same. I mean, when you have perfection, how do you change it, right? Like, maybe you don't feel one song one night, so you play, like, Hey Bulldog instead. Dude, I would love to see Hey Bulldog. Oh, Except hey I think Bulldog. that was John. Probably. I don't know. I think so. That's that. I like that song a lot, and that was a song that they were con- contractually obligated to write. Yeah, so but funny. it's still very fun. That's how good the Beatles are, man. For real. Yeah. Um, but I tell you, the, the fucking craziest song that I've ever seen performed live, mm. Live and Let Die. Man, that's awesome. It was out of control. The pyrotechnics <laughs> were bonkers. It was crazy. It was crazy. Did they, uh, man, they should have got uh, all the James Bonds out there, like on stage. Like Axl like Rose. <laughs> Guns N' Roses has a cover of Live no, and Die that I is know. not good. It's not great, but it's still kind of funny here on the radio. Like, oh, okay, I'll take this, I guess. Better than nothing. Right, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, it was, it was the best night of my life. It was, it was. That's awesome. Unbelievable. And. I would, I mean, when he comes again, if he comes again, mm-hmm. I will pay a lot of money to get closer. <laughs> How far away were you like? Um, so there was like the, the main front. Is that like a baseball stadium kind of a thing or an, an amphitheater? Okay. So there's like the front pack and then there's like an aisle and we, we were, I was in the front row right after that aisle. Oh, so okay. we, we had pretty, pretty good pretty seats. Close, yeah. Um, we were not able to get seats together. So Jessica was one row behind me and three seats over, but um, whatever, take it. But then the people next to me left during the encore, which is like, what the fuck are you doing? So you she got, was able gotta, to gotta beat the crowd. I she was able to hop a, up front. It's a living cool. fucking legend. Got to beat the crowd. Like, where do you gotta go? Like up oh, golden buffet, <clears throat> golden crowd buffet closing. I gotta, I, uh, thanks for the memories, sir. Paul, I can't, I don't know. I don't know. There's so little that would drag me away from that. Like w- what even? Oh, wow. Um, I can't, I can't even it would like, have come to be up like, with a thing. Like, Hey, a um, person who parked in and then said whatever parking spot I'm parked in. Uh, if you get to your car in the next 15 minutes, we'll give you a billion dollars. I'd be like, okay, I could probably miss, you know, in the end. <laughs> like, it, but yeah, it, realistically, nah, nothing. Oh my God. And yeah, he just, and en- he ended the whole fucking concert. Saying in the end, the love you take is equal to the love you make. Done. <laughs> it oh, it was unreal. Man. It was unreal. Boy, if we all listen to the Beatles, you know, where the world will be in a better place. Do you want to get an article? Mm-hmm. It was so good. It was so good. Imagine all the people. Yeah, he played that. <laughs> That'd be funny. That would be really funny. He did play, like, it, but if he did it, but like, um, began it by saying like, "This is the best song I ever wrote." <laughs> like, didn't even allude to. He Lennon. did play something, which is a George song. Oh, cool! But he was, it was like, sort of a tribute. Yeah, and totally. he, he started. He was like, you know, a lot of people don't know this, but George, which I'm sure these stories are like perfected down to the word. Like, oh, totally. 
but he was like, you know, a lot of people don't know this, but George used to play the ukulele and he brought out a ukulele and he started something on the ukulele. That's it was fun. just him on the uke. And he was like, you know, this is, this is for George. He was like a dear friend, whatever, whatever. Mm-hmm. And this was like one of uh, my favorite songs that he wrote or, you know, whatever. And then like halfway through the whole band just came in. Um, like right on cue. Like, yeah. Oh, it that's was so cool. It was unreal. Oh my god! I'm just picturing like somebody in the audience, um, like leaning over to their girlfriend when he like this is from my buddy George, like leaning over to their girlfriend, being like, "Why this George guy must have meant a lot to him." <laughs> like, I wonder who he is. <laughs> Do you think it's his stepdad? <laughs> oh god. <laughs> anyway, here's an article. What if the article's Paul McCartney? I'd be the best. No, that's a Ringo. That'd be funny. Yeah, John von Neumann. Okay. John von Neumann was... Oh, wait, hold on. Hung, he's hung, Hungarian. Neumann Janos Lajos. Okay. December 28th, 1903 to February 8th, 1957. Was a Hungarian-American mathematician, physicist, inventor, computer scientist, and polymath. I don't know what well, that means. Polymath would imply the rest of it. That's a silly thing to say. What it's is, basically saying like Renaissance man. Oh. It's like, yeah, I get it. <laughs> He made major contributions to a number of fields, including mathematics, foundations of mathematics, functional analysis, ergodic theory, representation theory, operator algebra, geometry, topology, and numerical analysis, physics, quantum mechanics, <laughs> hydrodynamics, and quantum statistical mechanics, Wait. economics, no. game theory, computing, von Neumann architecture. Okay. What a cocky asshole. Linear programming, self-replicating machines, what? stochastic computing, and statistics. How are you just going to bury self-replicating machines in the middle of all that? Like, we didn't notice. Generally regarded as the foremost foremost mathematician of his time and probably the last representative of great mathematicians. Wow. Like Euler, Gauss, Poincaré, or Hilbert, Hilbert, was a pioneer of the application of operator theory to quantum mechanics in the development of functional analysis and a key figure in development of game theory and the concepts of cellular automata. The Universal Constructor and the Digital Computer. He published over 150 papers in his life, about 60 in pure mathematics, <laughs> 20 in physics, and 60 in applied mathematics, the remainder being on special mathematical subjects or non-mathematical ones. Mm, dogs! <laughs> his, his last work, an unfinished manuscript written while in the hospital, was later published in book form as The Computer and the Brain. Most of that means nothing to me. It sounds like I know what a hospital shot. is. <laughs> His last book, unfinished, while written in the hospital, was entitled "Please Help Me." They won't let me out. <laughs> it sounds like a real smart guy, huh? What do you know about math? Oh, I know a handful of things. Could you? Could you? I I would say about math, I know two things: how to add, how to subtract, and how many numbers there are. <laughs> That's a fun little. That's fun. Fun little goof. Um, you ever hear that that joke? Uh, there are two kinds of people: those who can infer. <laughs> that's very good yeah yeah there's a whole bunch of good spencer's gifts t-shirts rattling around up here in my brain yeah um i don't know a whole lot i i i can do uh or maybe not can i used to be able to do, do up to like you know like pre-calc sort of stuff i used to um um which isn't really that much in this grand scheme of things huh? what is the kind of math that i used to take for dummies <sighs> um trigonometry no higher Mm, I got nothing. A long division. <laughs> <laughs> Higher than calculus? 
like Calcu- diffie cal- calculus is what it is i literally just said pre-calc and he couldn't can extrapolate from there, huh? Did you say pre-calc? I did say pre-calc. No, you said algebra or something. <laughs> did you say pre-calc? Yeah, my Holy friend. Holy shit. Yeah. No, it was calculus. Yeah, I, I I was enrolled in calculus in my freshman year of college, and I uh, didn't pay attention enough, apparently, and I, I got very confused. Could you integrate a um, formula? Is that what it's called? <laughs> Where uh, there's the sigma in front of it? Yeah, I can picture that shape. But F I, of X? These are all terms I remember having tangents. <laughs> yeah, when we started getting into trigonometry, I sort of like started losing my grasp on it. And I think it's just because I didn't study I enough. took trigonometry before calculus. Oh, yeah, me too. Oh. But that was always my oh, sticking point. Oh, that was your... That was my sticking point. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Which I think was honestly just on me for just not studying. I think I could have done it. I just... But did you need to? Well, that's the thing. That's why I didn't do it. because it was like, well, 11th grade, 12th grade, I can kind of skirt by. Yeah, you're and, doing okay. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I don't you really use... You ain't using math. <laughs> that's for sure. Um. Yeah, math sucks, and I hate to I hate to say it because you know we need it or whatever, but <laughs> I hate it. It's so hard. I mean, it's pretty crazy how like if you just have the right math, you can just go do things like launch a satellite to Mars. The weirdest thing, some I read this somewhere and I was like, holy shit, we are constantly doing math and not realizing like when like when you throw a ball. And when you when you catch a ball, yeah. it's like you are able to predict right. where it's going to land. That's all math. You just don't know the. You're the, not. Yeah. It's like you can speak a language, but you can't write it. Sure, sure. You know, yeah, yeah. it's and as soon as I found that out, I was like, "Holy shit! That's that's like <laughs> crazy. It's really crazy. That yeah. We we are just able to like do that. Mm-hmm. No one has to teach you like." This is where the ball's gonna be. It's just like, oh, f- fuck, that's where the ball's right. gonna be. Duh. Well, I think you learn through trial and error. Because, like, when you're a kid, you can't catch shit, but. I think that's more like motor skills and just being, like, mm. a dumb kid. That, like, you yeah. know, like, kid. Muscles just, don't, you just don't have the muscles you don't, to do yeah, You don't know how to control your body. Yeah, no, totally. Right. But, yeah. Uh, meanwhile, it, I can't. When was the last time you, like. Well, the last time I tried to catch a ball? Oh, well, that's you, not. That's good. Well, do you remember being this last Michigan trip we just took? Yeah, you could not. Catch I, a ball. I, I was like at best a 50-50 shot. I I brought my. You're being generous. I think I and am. I, I won't call you out on it, but well, <laughs> well I'm I'm t- <laughs> I'm cutting out the chunk of the first like 40 tosses where I literally caught nothing, trying to figure out what was wrong with me. And then I was catching with my left hand, right? Because I have a I have a left no, hander's mitt, or I guess I was catching with my right hand. And I'm supposed to catch with my left hand. Yes. So I was catching with my bad hand. All right. And um. And you were every single one you were able doing to very well. I have no idea what happened. I don't know why I was doing so well because I'm not I'm not a sporty spice. Right. Well, I'm a posh spice. <laughs> Are you a posh spice? I would call you a baby spice. No, I'm not a baby spice. <laughs> you think you're a posh spice? If anything, I'm certainly not a sporty spice. No, I'm not a scary spice. No, definitely not. You're not ginger spice. So yeah, I guess it's turning down. Yeah, it breaks down to one of the, one of the two. Uh, what what would I be? You're a baby spice. I'm a baby spice. <laughs> I might be a baby spice. I could be a scary spice too, though. Yeah, you might be scary spice. Yeah, I might be. Um, yeah, I don't. Know, that, that's one. Like speaking about, like, isn't it weird how people can get good at things if they just keep doing them? Yeah. What is that? How does that? What, what, what does that function? Practice, practice, practice. Yeah, like, I don't know. Isn't that weird? Like we just we just do things more often. Your brain just gets better at doing things. Like, well, I mean, I can remember taking the SATs, mm-hmm. and they were like, you know, if you don't get the score you want the first time, but you're close, just take it again. Sure. And I did that, and I 
did better enough I, I believe that I, I got this, where I wanted. I believe I did the same thing. I didn't study anymore. Same. I just did it and got like, you know, 50 points higher. Right, right. Uh, yeah, I don't know. That's why I keep thinking about like whenever I'm like trying to learn this stupid Japanese language, which is hard. I'm like, literally babies do it. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. so like, like you could like when you really think back to like almost anything, it's like, well, at some point someone didn't know how to do this and they figured it out. And, you know, someone didn't know. Someone made up Japanese. Yeah, isn't that fucking wild? I try to think of that shit all the time, like with anything. Like, like who was the first person to like sew a shirt? You know, like that kind of stuff. Like, pretty crazy stuff. I think about um, like baking bread. There's a lot of steps involved a, there. Baking huh? a cake or something. Like, I mean, some crazy trial and error. Yeah, it had to have been like one step at a time, right? Like, eventually. Like the first thing was probably just like bread, right? They figured out how bread worked somehow. Yeah, but how? You know, like the yeasty part. Yeah, that's already a step. I mean, I, the first thing is probably like flour, tortilla, yeah, or, yeah, or right. you know, some sort of unleavened. Grinding the flour up, putting it into water, and drinking it. Maybe a little less water. Chewing it. Yeah, yeah, making like a paste out oh, of it. Oh, it's hot out. Well, oh, you got to run inside. Yeah, my bread. Oh, my 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 goo got all crusty. Oh, it's actually oh, better. Crusty goo. Yeah, crusty. I like this crusty goo. This crusty goo packs better. Yeah, and then where the fuck did yeast come from? Like, oh, there's mold in my crusty goo, <laughs> but it's better. <laughs> it's yeah, it's lighter and fluffier. Like, well, it still tastes like shit. Well, what if we put some of this? Uh, I accidentally left some um, of my cow's milk. I accidentally left it outside and it turned in. No, how's that work? How do I, you make butter? I left. I accidentally left my cow outside and it 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 peed on my crusty crusty d- goop. <laughs> yeah, right. And it's it's not right, but it's close. Right. <laughs> <laughs> It certainly is more flavorful. Yeah. Yeah. And then eventually we get cake. Some fucking how it's crazy. It's little by is, little. If we, if we had never had cake or baking at all, uh-huh. but we had all of the other knowledge that we have now, mm. someone could easily be like, Oh, well this is a, this is a, a, um, a chemical process. Right. Cake. Kind of like, like this math thing where it's like, well, we just do enough math to this bread and you yeah. can make cake. But we, they did it before that math existed. Right, and they right. were just like, trial and error for like a hundred thousand years cake yeah well that's probably everything right like imagine like a hundred thousand years from now and people are like you mean they couldn't just travel through time imagine being the dude who like put all the cake pieces together for the first time no better getting you got so close to cake Oh god! But you die, <laughs> like you you make the the last thing before someone else makes cake. Sure, sure, sure. And you're like, this is so close, but it ain't cake. And then you die, god, and then the next dude comes along and makes cake. And he's like, oh, you just put icing on it. Like <laughs> <laughs> that's it. <laughs> Let's so try this cake. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You just change it from yeah chocolate to confetti. Oh my god! He it, or it wasn't. He, and he didn't put icing on it. He just like dumped chocolate milk on it. And it's like, <laughs> no, <laughs> it's so real close, <laughs> but it's too wet. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'll call it a day for now. I'll go to sleep and dies in his sleep. Like, <laughs> god damn it! Like, like his chalkboard just says like icing. Like question mark circled like thick milk. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> thick milk maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, I don't know, man. It, it's yeah on the shoulders of the giants, you know everything. Yeah, uh, yeah I, mean, I mean everything is like that eventually at, at some point, right? Mm-hmm. Like, like, like if we were to travel to Mars, like someone later is gonna be like, well, yeah, just do the math. Like, just all the, get piece, to Mars. the pieces were there, you just didn't yeah. see it, you know. 
That's kind of weird. Like, you know, that's weird to think about. We have we have the potential to do anything, but we just don't have the math for it. Yeah. Which is which feels like a very like reductive, hippy dippy, yeah, yeah, reductive way to say it. Like, yeah, or just like two two dudes high in their basement. Like, right. We, we just, just don't, don't have, have the math. math. But uh, we don't. <laughs> we yeah. I mean, it's there. It's there for the taking. We just we just haven't found it yet. Yeah. Um. You know that the uh, speaking of Mars, speaking of cake. The uh, the <laughs> little listening. the little Mars robot guy that's up there right now. It's his birthday. I don't know if it's a, his, it was just his birthday. I think it was just Aww. his birthday. And every year on his birthday, he sings himself the happy birthday song. That's the saddest thing I've ever heard. Yep. Also, they took time to make to program in that like, happen. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. that's so sad though. Isn't just that... up there all alone. <laughs> They didn't program it very well. Yeah, and it's just like maybe, maybe at some point a friend will join him, and the friend will oh. sing with him. Maybe they programmed it so that he's singing like the harmony or whatever, so it sounds weird. And then when they get the second robot up there, he sings the melody, and all of a sudden together. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah, I like that. It's like when you put a bunch of Furbies together. Yeah, it's just like that. Yeah, and those Furbies had us. Can an American Furby learn how to speak Japanese? No, right? Probably not. Are there? I don't know. Are there non-English Furbies? I don't there know. There have to be. There would have to be, right? I think about that with dogs sometimes. Like dog, dogs in Japan, like learn how to say like growl, growl. <laughs> like if you said sit in American to a dog who knew that command, they would sit. But in Japanese, it'd be another word, and they would do the same thing. Like. But you couldn't go to a Japanese dog and say sit. It would be like, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. Because dogs don't have the math. <laughs> Smell you later. <laughs> What's with all these Jurassic Parks? Thank you for playing Arcade Audio. Play more at arcadeaudio.net.